All right, so today you're actually in this episode of Get Out of My God, episode five. You're going to listen to me record my actual show. This is, of course, a sub show, means meaning doesn't really matter, doesn't count. So you're going to hear me doing the show, and then after I'm done with the recordings, I'm just going to go back to this and talk to you all. But you get to hear the goat raw. I'm like the Tom Brady of broadcasting, not really. Anyway, yeah, so this is just a raw recording where you get to hear me uh, spout out every episode. It's going to be kind of long, but that's okay. That's okay. Let's roll. Woo! So I'm doing a scripted episode today, so I kind of, tons of scripted episodes. They're only like four to five minutes long, but that's why I, that's why I like them. But you get to hear me <coughs> do the recordings, and then I just kind of, boop, and I stop the recordings. It's as simple as that. All right. Shall we party? All right, what's this one about? All right. From the court to irrelevance. How the NBA is following in the WNBA's footsteps. This is heartfelt. As one of the most popular sports leagues in the world, the NBA has enjoyed a tremendous amount of success over the years. However, in recent years, the league has been facing some serious challenges that threaten to undermine its relevance and popularity. The rise of new leagues in sports, as well as the shifting cultural and political trends, have all contributed to the NBA's decline in popularity, leaving many wondering if the league is headed for the same fate as the, <laughs> as the WNBA. dun 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 one of the biggest challenges facing the NBA is the riot. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. ...of new sports leagues and competitions. As more and more people turn to alternative forms of entertainment such as esports and virtual reality games, traditional sports leagues are struggling to keep up. The NBA has tried to embrace new technologies and trends such as virtual reality broadcasts and social media engagement, but these efforts have largely been unsuccessful in attracting new fans and maintaining interest among, among existing ones. Another factor contributing to the NBA's decline is the changing cultural and political climate. As issues of social justice and equality have come to the forefront in recent years, many NBA players and fans have become more politically engaged and outspoken. While this has helped to raise awareness of important social issues, it has also alienated some fans you feel that the league has become too politicized. I'm one of them. I do think. I like the, I'll still watch basketball because it is one of my favorite sports. Uh, I love it, man. But in addition, the NBA has faced criticism for its handling of certain issues, such as the controversy surrounding China Hong, and Hong Kong. Many fans and critics have accused the league of prioritizing profits over principles, leading to a loss of trust and credibility among some fans. <coughs> All of these factors have contributed to the decline of the, NBA of the NBA's popularity and relevance, leading many to wonder if the league is headed 
for the same fate as the WNBA. While the WNBA has struggled to gain mainstream popularity and support, it has remained a vital and important league for women's basketball, with a dedicated fan base and a strong sense of community. In order to avoid a similar fate, the NBA will need to take bold steps to reinvent itself and stay relevant in a rapidly changing world. And this, may this may involve embracing new technologies and trends, such as esports and virtual reality, stuff like that, while also addressing important social and political issues in a way that resonates with fans and supports the league's values and principles. Ultimately, the future of the NBA will depend on its ability to adapt and evolve in response to the challenges and opportunities of the modern world. While the league may face some difficult and uncertain times ahead, there's still plenty of potential. There's still plenty of potential for growth and success as long as the NBA is willing to embrace change and stay true to its roots and values. <clears throat> but me personally, yeah, I do believe it's become a little too woke. And I do think that when you go woke, you go broke. That is a personal philosophy of mine, so... Um, you know, I don't mind, you know, people being... I think it's great that people stand up for what they believe in, but I do believe that the league has become too polarized, too politicized, and that's just not what I go for sports. You know, if I want to go for politics, sure, I will, you know, maybe I'll turn on the news or something. Maybe I'll listen to my boy Tuck. But no, I really don't watch the news at all. I really don't care for politics that much. I do believe that um, people who get into government are typically very corrupt people either corrupt or incompetent or both, um, and that's not good. That's not a good combination at all. So that's why I try to, I mean, like, sure, I'll get into politics every now and then. I'll talk about how stupid Joe Biden is or something, but, um, yeah, that's about it. It's about the extent of it. Anyway, thank you guys for taking the time to view this episode, and I will catch you all later. Woo! Okay, that episode's in the books. I, uh, What's really cool is I like doing this sort of backstage um, where everybody gets the ability to hear what I have to think and say after each episode. I thought the recording went well. Um, yeah, I mean, personally, I really do believe the WNBA is kind of going to hell in a handbasket. Some, not WNBA, NBA. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to hell in a handbasket sometimes. But, I, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's become a little too political. And that's the problem, man. Uh, when it gets become, when sports becomes a little too political, I mean, I look. If you want to, it's not the worst thing. I do believe that if you want to invoke change and you want to use your platform, sure, do it. But I do believe it's gotten a little over the top, and I think people are faking on so many social causes that just, eh, I don't know. It just seems repetitive. Hmm. Okay. All right, on to the next episode. This will be the last one. But yeah, no, you get to hear me record and talk about the episode. I think that what I did with that last one's not bad. Um, you're going to be hearing all these anyway in their short form on the show. So I'll be uploading these soon enough. But I want to thank you guys for your time. I've got one more up my sleeve. Here we go. Get out of my car. Get out of it. It's just too far. <laughs> all right, so this one. Another sexy scripted episode. Let's roll. Let's roll the tape, baby. All right. The power of patience. 
why buy and hold is the greatest investment strategy of all time. Now, investing can be a daunting task. With countless options, strategies, and opinions, it can be difficult to know where to start. However, the greatest investment strategy of all time is actually quite simple, buy and hold. Buy and hold is a long-term investment strategy where an investor buys stocks or other assets and holds onto them for an extended period of time, typically years or even decades. The idea behind the strategy is that over time, the value of the assets will increase, resulting in a profit for the investor. One of the key benefits of buy and hold is that it eliminates the need for market timing. Attempting to predict short-term fluctuations in the market can be incredibly challenging, if not impossible. By holding on to assets for the long term, investors can ride out any temporary dips in the market and benefit from the overall upward trend. Additionally, buy and hold can help investors avoid costly trading fees and taxes. Frequently trading can result in significant fees and taxes, eating away at potential profits. By holding on to assets for the long term, investors can <coughs> minimize these costs and keep more of their earnings. Perhaps the most compelling reason to embrace buy and hold, however, is the power of compounding. Over time, even small gains can add up to add up significantly when allowed to compound. By holding on to assets for years or even decades, investors can reap the benefits of this compounding effect and achieve substantial returns. Of course, buy and hold is not without its risks. Investors must be willing to weather temporary downturns in the market and be comfortable holding on to assets for long periods of time. However, for those who are patient and willing to, to take a long-term view, buy and hold can be an incredibly effective investment strategy. In conclusion, the greatest investment strategy of all time is buy and hold. By holding on to assets for the long term, investors can avoid market timing, minimize trading fees and taxes, and benefit from the power of compounding. Well, it may not it may not be the flashiest strategy, buy and hold has stood the test of time, and it remains one of the most reliable ways to build real wealth over time. And I I'm just speaking off the cuff right now, I really do believe in this strategy. It's something that 80% of my portfolio consists of a buy and hold forever strategy, and I only get into companies that I feel comfortable knowing how good they are as a company and holding them for um forever as long as they're around or until they get sold. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's, that's my goal. That is my overall goal and I'm sticking to it. And I think it's one of the smartest things that anybody could do. Um, I do believe in diversification though, along with the buy and hold strategy. I do believe that you should be very diversified in your portfolio. Um, <clears throat> you should never really care about what the price of the company is at all times. Never really care about that. You gotta know if you just gotta care about whether it's within a decent valuation. Is it fairly valued? Is it really overvalued? I, I don't get into assets that are extremely overvalued. I stay away from that. Um, I go into assets that are within a decent valuation. Like right now, banks I think are pretty pretty decently valued. I think when you're buying into like a US bank or a Bank of America, you're actually getting a good deal on them. That's my opinion. Just my opinion. But um, anyway, thank you guys for taking the time. I hope I have left an imprint on your heart and your mind and your soul. And um, hopefully you invest in great companies for a lifetime. Thank you guys and have an incredible day. Bye.
All right, that was the last recording. But yeah, dude, this is the Get Out of My Car episode where you get to hear me record. Now, this microphone that you're hearing me out of actually is not the high-end mic. It's just me talking to everybody. But uh, no, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Feeling good. All right, everybody, I guess this will be the last part of the show. Um, uh, yeah, this is a very boring episode of Get Out of My Car. It's really just you hearing me uh, record, and uh, that's about it. This is my vessel. This is my vehicle. My chair. Get out of my chair. Anyway, later, everybody.